Yep. Vibe Show 97.9. I don't know, man. Um, the streets is talking, man. And, um, you know, from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing that the, the, the Vibe Show is, is, is the next up. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that the Vibe Show... Uh, Vibe show is, is 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 really knocking down doors, as uh, Nicole Crump would say, knocking down doors. Or did she say kicking down doors? I don't know. I just work here, but uh, they say that the vibe show is is uh, next up. Um, man, we got an amazing, amazing show yet again um, tonight. Tonight is going to be very, very explosive. I'm not going to lie. I'm super, super excited about this one right here. Like, really and truly, it's 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 really a treat. Like I said, the streets are saying that the Vibe Show, um, they saying that it's the hottest thing going right now. I don't know. I just work here. I just work here. But um, my guess that I got coming up tonight, though, you know what I'm saying? The, the, this really should be paid per view, to be honest with you, because like you know, I, I, it's 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 so exclusive. You know what I'm saying? It's so exclusive. And and when you talk about when you talk about we, we if you're talking about singing, if you if you don't mention this queen's name, shame on you. When you talk about songwriting, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about behind the scenes uh, writing some of the some some of your favorite your favorite songs. You know what I'm saying? You 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 gotta mention this queen's name. Um, I, I just it, it's just amazing, and it's definitely a blessing to actually have this amazing opportunity tonight. And it's gonna be a treat for me and a treat for you too. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the one, the only, Sia a moon. What's up? What's going on? How are you? Good. You good? I am. It's been a busy day. I feel good. I woke up this morning, so I'm good. Absolutely. We always got an opportunity as long as we can open our eyes up, man. It's it's nothing but opportunity there. Nothing but opportunity. Now I'm loving uh, yeah, yeah, definitely can. I'm loving the uh loving the background. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'm 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 loving that classic. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Really, really. A lot of lot of legends, uh, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, back there or whatever. A lot of inspiration as well. My dose of inspiration. Absolutely. Now, you know, I gotta thank you. Um, gotta thank you for this amazing opportunity to uh vibe out with you for a little while. So, you know, for me and the team, we just wanna say thank you so much for this opportunity. Absolutely. Now we got a few people that's jumping in on the check-in right now. Shout out to uh Roman Stewart, uh Buddy the Barber. Shout out to Buddy the Barber. Shout out to uh Jacqueline Martinez Snow, you know the vibe. Shout out to um Charles Johnson um on the check-in. Also, um, shout out to who else we got? Um, shout out to Vibe Show Casper. All on the check-in right now, on the early check-in. Thank y'all so much for showing my special guest so much love. Now, I, you know, I, I want to start off with um, with your name. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's very, very different. Uh, 
um, and it, it definitely uh, stands out. And I know it's got to be an amazing story behind your name. Um, well, it's a simple story. It's not even necessarily a story, but the meaning, um, Sia Amun is an Egyptian name, and it means the one who has insight of the Most High. Wow. I, I knew it was something. <laughs> now, now, who... Um, who 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 attributed to that? Moms and pops, or um, your name? So my birth name is Elysia Tiani. Okay. Um, and I changed my name legally actually in 2016, 2016 to Tiani. Got you, got you. Now, um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm you know I don't even think saying that um saying that I'm impressed is is sort of understatement here you know mm -hmm. um you've been putting in work for so long um trying trying oh I, I gotta clap it up on that's that's she being humble right now y'all she being humble right now she been putting in major major work um behind the scenes for such a long time and um you know you're actually a bloodline with this um you know your um your father was um an amazing person in this game and, and, and attributed to um a lot in this in this music business as well um kind of give me let's let's go back to the beginning of um or whatever because has it always been music for you or uh was it something else maybe in school track or you know something else you might have been good at or whatever honestly um it's always been music i've always been good at anything honestly and i'm not that's a humble statement right there right um, everything that I've done, I, I was always like good at everything, but music was the one thing that like made me feel the way that I, that I feel about it. You know, nothing else has made me feel that passion or that love that I have for music. Right. Um, and it started pretty, it started like pretty early. Um, I was about four years old. Um, my grandma started it. Shout out to grandma. Um, she asked me to like sing her a song when I was like four years old. Wow. The song and she just lit up like her entire everything. She was, I mean, that's grandma too, you know, but she just lit up and she was just so happy. She was cheesing. And I just remember literally, I still remember that feeling. I was just looking at her just like, wow, like I made her feel that way singing right. my little song, you know, like, right, right. Like, and literally from then on, you couldn't, I mean, you couldn't shut me up. Right. I just would get up. Right. And so um, it was funny, though. I grew up with my mom. I didn't grow up with my dad. Okay. Shout out to all the single moms out there. Absolutely. But I grew up with my mom, and she used to always tell my dad, like, you know, she can really sing. You know, you know she can sing. And he like, yeah, whatever. Like, you just saying that. Like, that's your daughter. You right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all on the same squad right now, Dad. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> and it wasn't until I was 10, um, my brother was like, oh, come in the backyard. We were singing one of the songs my dad wrote for this group. And I went in the backyard, and, and my brother was like, sing that part. Sing, sing that part for Dad. And I sang it. And he looked at me. He was like, oh, you can really sing. Like, let's right. go in the house. 
cut this song and I recorded my first song at 10 and I have been recording ever since. Wow. So, um, uh, at that point, Pops Pops was in the game already. Yes. Yeah, so my dad um, is the lead singer of a group called Truth. How, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> you said, wait, you said that your dad's the lead singer. Of Truth. All I do is I mean, it just keeps getting better and better. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like legendary. Yeah, that's legendary. Now, 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 now that changes the whole trajectory of everything. Now, damn, yeah, because I'm, you know, that's legendary, and I'm a huge troop. That's that, you know, I'm that's my little, you know, my little right there. You know what I'm saying? And um, now. Oh man! Yeah. Wow! Shout out to pops, man! Like, like for real, De- definitely um, uh, a, a true bloodline with this here. Um, so you know, you wild pops at that point, and you guys went in. So you cut your first record uh, at at the age of ten. Wow! Now, where where, where did it go from that point? Did, did you know? At what point did it get to the point to where it was like, you know what, we we finna really like invest in this right here, like you really got it. Um, so a couple years after that, um, I was about fifteen. Some stuff was going on at home. My mom put me out. I was staying with a friend. I called my dad and I said, Dad, I want to do music full time. Like this is what I want to do. If I, I'll leave school, like I'll, I'll leave here right now and drive to LA and come and I just want to do music. And he told me, finish my semester. Um, and I could, you know, after I finished the semester to come, so that's what happened. Um, in my mind, I was thinking, you know, I grew up watching, making a band and right. shows. So in my mind, I was thinking like, okay, I'm about to get out there. We're going to start training. I'll be running a mountain, singing and doing all this stuff. Right. Um, it was just not the case. Like I got there and literally two weeks later, he came in the room and he said, Hey, I just want you to know you you're singing the, the national anthem at the Sparks game at the Staples Center next week. And I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) wow. My first performance, like my first like real performance ever was at the Staples Center. I was 16. So we did that. And then from there, it, you know, we were getting, we were just more serious. We were getting records done. I was at the studio. We were rehearsing. And um, by now, I am 17. My dad finds out I have a boyfriend. Uh-oh. And that was all she wrote. Right. Right. <laughs> and so he was just like, you know, I'm trying to build a career and you trying to be smiling in some nigga face. Like, right. I'm cool. You on your own. Wow. And, from that moment forward, I have been on the grind, and that's how I got here today. Wow, pops just cut, pop just just cold, just like that's a wrap. You're done. Ooh. But, um, 
it definitely shaped me and made me the artist that I am today. So it, it, I don't think that it was meant to be any other kind of way. Maybe it was, I don't know, but um, it definitely made me appreciate just my gift and the art of songwriting, the art of being an artist and in the journey. It made me really, really appreciate the journey and not take it for granted. Right. You know, it's it's funny because I was just, I mean, literally three days ago, I just watched the um, unsung of truth three. Oh. Th- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, this is really like, um, this is really amazing. Now mm-hmm. I, I do agree that, that, that did, um, that did shape you, you know what I'm saying? So how, how, how does, how do your father feel about, um, you know, yourself, self growth and, um, where you where you at now in on, on your musical journey? He gotta be proud. Oh, he's my biggest fan. <laughs> he my biggest fan. He is a Sia Amun fan. Okay, he loves him some Sia Amun. And what I appreciate most is that he always is just reassuring me. Um, you know, just with him being an artist as well and and growing up in the business. I think Troop signed their deal when he was like 14 or 15. Absolutely. So with him growing up in the industry and just knowing how it is, you know, he's always just reassuring me. Like, I just want you to know, like, he'll just tell me out of the blue. Like, I just want you to know, like, you're already hot. Like you're already the thing that you're trying to become and this person and this artist and this Whatever this, what you're on a mission trying to do, he's like, you, you're already there. Like, you've arrived, and I just want you to know, like, everything that you've been working so hard for is already there. You just got to see it. And he's just always reminding me of that. You know, every now and again, I have my moments. I'm like, Dad, I'm over this. I hate this. Right, right, <laughs> so right. So it's like, while you're good, you just got to just be patient, and, you know, timing is everything, and what's meant to be is meant to be so right you know um uh it's it's funny you say that because um you know the entertainment business you know it has it has its um ups and downs you know what i'm saying and and it's not as easy as um people may think that it is you know what i'm saying like because like i say people always see the after um effects of everything you know what i'm saying the final product you know yeah they they see all of that stuff um what if you know what would you say um what would you say would be some of your um your your difficult what was your most difficult um moment on your journey and it could be um earlier stages of your career um middle stages uh or you know recent um it's definitely more recent um it didn't really start getting challenging for me like really challenging until i decided to cross over from songwriter to artist that's when it really became that's when i started dealing with with more than you know just in general like more stuff like as a songwriter i was so young and just so eager and just so determined and so hungry i i didn't really even I wasn't really even tapped into like the business side of everything. It was just, I was just happy to be in the studio. I just wanted to be around. And so that part of the journey was like, cool. I couldn't wait to like get around people and just be in the environment. And um, 
you know, once I decided to, to be an artist, it became, I'm, you know, I wasn't behind the scenes anymore. I wasn't just the girl in the studio. Um, and shit, you just deal with so much internal stuff, you know? Right. And it's really getting out of your way, getting out of your own way. It's nothing, I don't think there's one specific, like, incident that I could be like that that was the hardest moment i think just dealing with my own little issues in life and getting over obstacles and self-doubt really learning how to love myself and not care what other people think like those things are the hardest things to to get over right right so that that's the most challenging part is the self-doubt and just getting out of your own way and uh just really loving loving what you do and loving who you are despite what the industry and people around you do or say or respond to right would you say that um it was more promising for you um you know being being behind the scenes or um because i mean you know even being behind the scenes i mean you know being a vocalist you know and a songwriter i mean you know your pen is major and, um, you know, you have put, you know, you have um, attributed to so many different um, hits, you know, chart toppers. I mean, like, you know, you don't did stuff, Barry J. Blige, Trey Songs, Lady Gaga. I mean, so many different people, um, you know, and, and this is behind the scenes type work or whatever. Um, what, you know, and, and, and I mean, I'm pretty sure that that was that was, you know, promising, you know, as well. But, you know, what would you say? really like made you want to just um emerge into the into the light like that um so just uh going back to kind of how i said i was i I did a lot of stuff before i started being an artist like so we started out being an artist when i moved with my dad once my dad cut it off i didn't really know i'm what to do like he was my only industry like he was the industry I didn't know anybody I didn't have no relationships I had just moved to LA literally I was so green you know right right. Uh, so before even before I really started going hard with songwriting I started putting on I started curating events and putting on like showcases and um I would have artists like independent artists perform um perform then I would perform at the end of the show and close the show um and I used to develop artists. Like I wanted to be the next Sylvia Rome. Like really? once we decided that my dad, we weren't gonna do the artist thing, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be the next Sylvia Rome. Like I'm gonna be so, I'm gonna be the biggest A&R VP of the label ever. Like that's what my mission was. And so I would like find artists, I would find writers, I would find producers, and I would be taking people back to my dad. Like you know. Right. <laughs> But I spent a lot of time, you know, all at the same time I was songwriting, you know, as right. well. But um, while I was developing those artists, like in 2000, right before I released uh, my song Runaway, um, or a little after Runaway, actually, a little after Runaway. Runaway was just like, okay, the first record I produced and wrote 100%. So I was just like, oh, this is cute. Like, I could put this out on SoundCloud. SoundCloud was just getting popping. Right. So I let's just see what happens. But I wasn't really focused on being an artist. It was just like, just put the song out. I was still developing artists. I had an artist signed to me. She was so talented. She was on The Voice. I was super excited. I had put literally everything I had into this artist. Right. Um, 
everything. Like she was like my my baby. Like I loved her, her family. Um, long story short, it didn't work out. And I said to myself, I was really, really heartbroken in behind that. And right. I said, you know what? I have put so much energy into other people. Like I've never given myself a hundred percent. Like I always did still want to be an artist, but because my dad hadn't been working with me, I felt like I wasn't good enough. So right. I was just putting it in the back, you know, like, uh, I'll just stay behind the scenes, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do. So I was just like, you know, from this point on, I'm going to be 150% Sia, like all Sia. I'm going to focus on me and everything that I was going to do and that I was doing for her, I'm going to do for me, whether I have a team or not. Right, right. Yeah. That single-handedly, that incident is what, what made me go as hard as I've been going now as an artist. Right. Um, we got a, uh, I got a question here, a uh, fan question. They asked, um, what has been your favorite song that you have written for um, another artist before? I've written so many songs, but let me pick a song that I know y'all know that came out. Let me see. Um, hmm. So I really love, oh my gosh, it's so, it's a few that I really love. So right now I have a single out on Lyrica Anderson called Act a Fool. Wow. And I really love Act a Fool. It's out right now. Everybody, so make sure y'all go on streaming and get it downloaded, whatever, however you get your music. Um, yes, it's called Act a Fool by Lyrica Anderson. I really, really love the record. I wrote it in Atlanta. Um, I co-wrote it actually in Atlanta um, with some really, really amazing songwriters. That's one of my favorite songs. Um, I really like All We Do. That was major for me when we did Trey Songs and I got yeah. the Trey Song. That was a big deal. Um, so that'll always be like a special song right. for me. Right. But those two, I, I love Indestructible um, by Mary J. Blige as well, but Trey Songs and, and the Lyrica Anderson joint probably are my favorites. Right. Dope joints, too. Dope. Now, um, you know, man, it's, it's just, it's, it's amazing. So those experiences um, alone, and, and, and just to educate people um, about songwriting and and being behind the scenes or whatever how um how promising is it um you know because the checks are just as good as being in front of the light i'm sure um what do you mean say that one more time for um for my listeners and any inspiring um people who are cur curious about um you know they might not they might feel they might not have the look or whatever, but they're great writers and they want to just be behind the scenes and, and they're trying to figure out how to um, get songs to artists. They like, you know, they write a song and it's, I can hear such and such on it or whatever. Can we kind of educate them a little bit on how they can actually get in the game um, as a songwriter? Got you. Um, honestly, you just got to put yourself in the environment and that's for anything, like even outside of music. If you want to be a doctor, you need to go and hang out where doctors hang out. You need to go and be around, right. you know? And that's the advice that was given to me. Um, after the situation with my dad, I, me and my grandma went to the beach. I cried for like six hours about just not knowing what to do. And she's like, he didn't have anybody. You know, we didn't <laughs> have anybody. 
music industry. She's like, it literally was just me and your dad. Nobody else. We didn't have no family around. It was just me and your dad. And when he told me he wanted to do music, I told him he had to go and be around people that did music. And so she's like, you got to do the same thing. Like, you don't need him. F him. Right. Like, go do the thing, you know? And that's what I did. I just got on Facebook or whatever was hot at the time. And I was just like, yo, where's an open mic? Where can I go? And I just start surrounding myself with creatives and artists and just so many talented people. When I start going to those live shows, it changed the game for me. And I was just like, this is where I belong. And then from there, I was just like, okay, now I got to move to North Hollywood. I got to be where the studios are. I got to be, you know, you want to, you just want to put yourself in a position for the opportunities to come and you got to work hard. Um, And then as far as like getting the songs to people, everything is relationship based. And again, just putting yourself in a position to be in the right place at the right time. Because you could be at a studio, just kick back, never said nothing to nobody. And then one day somebody come in like, yo, what do you do? You got records on you? Let me hear something. Press play. Mm-hmm. And then bam, you can get a placement just like that. Wow. That's um, what, that, that's really dope. Your your own drive and, and what you're manifesting and putting out, you know? Right, right. I definitely agree with you on that. Now, um, you know, you made a... Um, you made a major major debate, man. Your television um, debate too. Like, how did that happen? With you know, with the love and hip hop situation or whatever, was that something that kind of happened? Just being in the environment and meeting the right people, or is it the same situation? Honestly, if I could be one hundred percent honest, please. Yeah, um, it, it that is how it happened, and I'm so grateful um, to be in a position to or just to have planted so many seeds to where opportunities like that do just come. Um, it worked out in a, in a way where I didn't have to like audition for the show. I didn't have to go in and do a bunch of green screens to see if they liked me. It, right. it wasn't like that. Lyrica Anderson is my best friend. She's one of the, the main stars of the show. Um, and she was going through a really, really, really difficult time. Um, at the time I was living in Atlanta and she, she came to Atlanta and they were getting ready. They were trying to get her to renew her contract or something like that. I don't, I don't really know the details with what was going on with her, but, um, you know, they were calling like, where are you? We need you in LA. We got to start filming. Why are you in Atlanta? (laughs) Like, what is this? You know, how are you in Atlanta? And she's like, I'm with my best friend. And I, I need my friend. I need my friend. You know, right, and, right. Um, they just asked if I would be willing to come and do an episode, you know, just to talk to her because she she really wanted to have like her real friend on the show, like somebody right. that, that knows. And I was just a part of everything. Like I've just been a part of the whole life. Right, <laughs> right, right. So, um, it just worked out. I came, I did, I was supposed to just do one episode. We did the one, one episode turned into two, two turned into three, three turned into six. And then I ended up on all three parts of the reunion. So wow. shout out to VH1. <laughs> Absolutely. How, you know, how effective uh, with, with actually, you know, not just being a consumer watching it, but actually um, being a part of the show and actually, you know, being around and kind of seeing how things go or whatever. Um, how, you know, how effective um, would you say those reality shows are? Um, 
and, and yeah, I, I was about to break that down because it's like, um, it could be effective from, you know, a few people that I know that has been a part of, um, those, those, uh, reality franchises. Um, it's kind of like a, a, a make you break you type situation. Um, you know, it, it could, it could be something that could actually catapult you into, uh, whole other situations or whatever, you know, hosting gigs, um, you know, um, you know, from what I understand, you know, it's not really a lot of money unless you like a main personality. But I think that, you know, would it, would you would you say that it's more so the exposure part of it and you can kind of like curate your own, you know, popularity? Yeah, you kind of have to in a situation like mine. See, I wasn't a main cast. I wasn't even supposed to be a part of the cast. <laughs> right, so right. I, I literally ended up being a cast member like at the reunion they introduced me as a cast member and i was like oh wow i was on this show <laughs> right, you right. Know? so because my situation is a little different than everybody else that that you know was an actual cast member and went through the whole whatever and had their producers and all of that um for me it was interesting it it, it was interesting for me because they didn't really like try or want to promote me like mm. you know in a way it was just like Sia Lyrica's friend right okay so it wasn't like Sia Amun recording artist somewhere right. I wasn't interested I was literally on the show and being my 100% self like in real life I'm Lyrica's best friend everything that was going on on the show happened in real life when the cameras weren't there like they would leave and we would still be there <laughs> Right. So it even felt like I was really even shooting the show. It was like they were just extra, and then we we're like, okay, are we ready for him to go so we could really, so we could yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could like do our thing, you know? But, yeah. Um, it definitely it did open the door as far as people seeing me, like you know, especially like in the industry, like people that's been knowing me. It's just like okay, like see, she not playing, like she on TV now. Yeah. You know, up, like yeah. y'all. Nothing like being on TV every Monday. Right. Um, and so that did work out in my favor. But as far as it being like something to just really catapult, you have to be like a season two. Like if I if I do next season and it might be a little different, but we'll see. Right. Ab ab absolutely. Now, um, man, you have uh, these numbers are crazy. Like, you know, your streaming numbers are absolutely just amazing you know what yeah. i mean like um what how, how does the, how does it feel um at the level that you're on right now um just looking back because i don't know if you know if you're if you're the type of person that kind of um you you know you're always creating because i know as creators sometimes i don't really step i don't i don't really reflect on how far i've come you know what I'm saying? Because you'd be creating so much and trying to continue to keep the brand fresh and trying to, and then, you know, other people kind of like, you know, or, or, or make you realize like, yo, like you really like, you know, dope, like you really putting in work, like I'm proud of you. Like, you know, then you will kind of look back and be like, damn, I have came a long way. You know, ha have you ever experienced it like that? Because I mean, you have accomplished so much to hear that, you know, going from your dad cutting you like, hey, look, I'm done, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, to be shining the way that you are now, a shining star. How does that feel for you? 
honestly, it's still so funny to hear people, to even hear, like you say, that it's just like I said, my dad to this day, I think he called me like three days ago to just reassure me like, hey, I just I just had a feeling. I just want to call you and let you know you're doing great. Right. <laughs> I am the type of person that's just head down and I'm just like, you know, just like, you never really get a chance to reflect. Right. And, and that's one of the main things my dad always talks to me about. He's like, you know, I was number one on Billboard multiple times. Right. I lived in the studio throughout my whole success. I never got a chance to enjoy it or really experience it. So he's always telling me, like, don't do that. You know, like, don't do what I did. Like, this is the journey that you're on. This, this what you're experiencing now and the, the getting up and having to stay in the studio till five in the morning and just the ups and downs and the this is what it's all about. This is what you're striving for right here. So just embrace it and, and live in this moment <clears throat> um, so that you can really appreciate it. So that's really what I've been working on as of late is just to be in the moment instead of always just looking ahead. You know what I mean? Right. We're always at what we're trying to get to and like, oh, I want a Grammy. I want a number one on Billboard. And, and yeah, Trey Songs placed on Billboard. Lady Gaga was on Billboard. Um, Lyrica Active Full placed on Billboard, and it's like because it's not like the top ten number one record. I'm right. not even paying attention to the fact it's not even a thing. It's like okay, I got a record out. Let me get to the next. Like, right, right. You literally don't have a time to even sit back, you know. And then even with my own music, I never just sit and just be like, oh my shit is like I just feel like I'm dope, so. I don't have to to like say that or nothing, right, you know, like right. you know, people are always telling me like, you too humble, you too humble. Like you need to be more cocky. You need to be more like aggressive. And I'm like, yo, I'm chilling. I'm just like, right. to be here, whatever God has in store for me. But it is something that I think that, that a lot of artists go through and have to, to work on for sure. Right. What is it like, um, you know, I just, I, I, I love your spirit, you know, and I love, you know, the fact that, um, you know, your, your, your spirit is grounded as well, you know, even with accomplishing so many things and, and, and being around so much success, um, you know, it's, I just, I just, I just think that that's just great. Like, I just, I love the energy and I like how you, you're, you're remaining, um, grounded like that. Um, why honestly because i did grow up around my dad and the underdogs he, he's one of the original writers of the underdogs i don't know if you if you know um, the underdog production company yeah they had like a crazy run he oh wrote, yeah they, they really did they really did no air for jordan farts so many so many big big records he did so because i did grow up around them i've always from the day i started writing and being on my own i've compared and judged myself and my work to the underdogs yeah. and my dad and James Fauntleroy and all these writers. And it's just like, Sia, you're Sia. That's dad. That's James. That's such and such, you know, but because I'll be like, because I didn't write no air or a song like no air, it's not good enough. Right. You know, I'm always like, it's not good enough. Nope. 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 And I'm trying to get out of that. You know, because it doesn't matter. It's just about creating. And that's what I love so much about where I am now is 
I've gotten back to, or I'm getting back to that feeling I had when I was a child before the industry, before I learned how effed up everything was. Right. Like, you know, before I started really learning that this industry is really like janky, you know? Right. Janky ass industry, which is fine. I just got to find my place in it, you know? And I'm finally getting to a place where I'm like, just in love with creating again and it doesn't feel like work right right yeah i don't feel like singing like <laughs> right 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 it's like finally i'm getting back to a place where i'm just loving what i'm doing and i don't care who like it who don't and you know i'm just like going with the flow you know right right yeah and i, I think that that makes for um some of the best content to um you know, like you said, this this industry, you know, it it really is like that, man. And and um, you know, it'll it, really make you reconsider. Yeah, like just doing. I've I've tried. I've literally been like, you know what? I'm gonna get a job. I'm gonna just do regular, just regular stuff. Like I'm done with the industry, and I can't. I, right. I never. It's like I'll work for two weeks and be like, okay, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the thing, you know, it's it's good too, though, that, um, uh, wait a minute. What's going on? Hello? Are we still on the air? Did I lose her? All right, Vibe Show 97.9. Let's go to a commercial break so we can figure out what's going on. Let's get into a little bit of that Sia, a moon. my jam right there. I ain't gonna lie. Man, look, I'm talking about, man, that's the heat. That's really, really heat right there. I can't get off of it. I can't get off of it. That's one of my favorite songs. Man, you know what? Let's talk about that. Um, You know, where where did the inspiration come from that? Because like the words are so powerful and so profound. It's so real. You know what I'm saying? And And, you know, I know that a lot of people feel like that. You know what I'm saying? So is that from a, a reality feeling or that's just, 100%. okay. 100%. Um, what I, what I wanted to do with this project, you know, I, I just, I'm always, I try not to overthink, but I'm always just like, I, just trying to just be better in general. You know what I'm like? I'm right. writing these songs. I'm like, but 
am I telling my truth? Am I really saying what's on my heart and how I really feel? Or am I just writing just because I'm just writing? Because you, know? you don't. Yeah, you got the ability, and right. I, want, I didn't really want to do that for this project. You know, people are always asking me, like, well, who is Sia? Like, if you could, if you have one record, like, who, you know, who is Sia? And so I was like, I want to do an album. I want this project to be a project that just introduces, like, this is who I am. Right. This is I wrote, I tried to minimize outside creatives as much as possible just so that it could remain as authentic as possible and just be me from my heart, my melodies, my lyrics, my feelings, my everything. And um, Be There is actually one of the first records that I did to start the project off. Man, I'm talking about... You, but you know another thing? Another thing that I like too, though, you know, which I, I just, you can tell that you're, you are so seasoned and you really, really like the, the space that this song comes from is from a reality space because like, even in the video, like I love every emotion, every, um, the, the, the facial expressions, the, the hand emotions, like everything ties in with the vibe and the aura of the song, like you really embodied the whole thing, the video, like, was that, was that a part of the idea too, with having the dark background, um, with you in, in black and white, like, can we talk about, talk about that too? I just, I, I love, I love it. This is like a major vibe. So what I love the most about the way, or just, I don't want to say the way I create, but just creating it in general is, it's literally like magic. You right, know? right. And um, me and my girl Nikki, shout out to Nikki. Um, that's who is doing my videos. That's wow, my she she dope. That's been my friend, that my sis for ten years plus. She probably know me better than so many people. And for us to to come full circle and link up and be like, yo, let's just vibe and create, and right. it doesn't have to be about anything. And us trying to. Let's do this for this. <laughs> right. Like we're literally just two creatives. It's like that has ideas and like, let's just shoot. Let's get together. And with that video shoot, we just gorilla shot it. We just literally on the spot was just like, you know, I knew I wanted to do something black and white just to keep it just raw. Right, you know, right. I, I really want people to feel the lyrics. I don't want it to be about what I have on. Exactly. Look like I don't want it to be nothing about what am I talking about, you right, know? Like, right. are you listening to the lyrics because that's what this record is about? And um, it just literally, we did not know that it was gonna come out like that. We just shooting and shooting, and then when we finished, we like, yo, look, this is crazy. It looked like my head floating, like exactly. It just turned out like super dope and. I love it. That's that's one of my most favorite, favorite, favorite videos because it's so simple. So, you know, sometimes simple just works, man, because, you know, sometimes people just overdo it. And, you know, I like how you broke that down because it was so organically raw to the point to where there were no distractions. You know, you had my undivided attention to the point to where I could tell you right now the I was watching everything from the way that you moved your hands, your fingernails, the way they was, the way that you capture certain words that you say at that particular time. You put an emotion with that, like, you know, be here. 
You know what I'm saying? I need somebody that's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like the way everything, you know, I don't know if, 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 you know, I, I'm just, it just made me just, it made me feel a certain type of way. I'm not going to lie. And, and I, I, I appreciate that. Man, like, for, you don't know how you're as an artist or a songwriter. You're just creating because you feel a certain kind of way. You're trying to get something off your chest or, you know what I mean? Right. It's therapeutic for you. So you don't know who's going to listen or see a video, hear a lyric and feel that way. Right. Enough to, to pay attention to the emotion that I have in my face or you know, you just don't even realize that that people are paying attention like that. So that's I appreciate. I definitely appreciate you even vibing with me like that. Man, that's awesome. Listen, I, I love your music, period. You know, and um like I said, you you're really a blessing to the world because your music is so refreshing and you are a different spirit because um I like the I like how you you you're delivering um real feeling coming from real feeling and real emotions with um songs that you that you're putting together um and 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 and, you know knowing that you have you know put 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 your pen you know with so many different hits just knowing that you you know done that you can kind of see the space where it come from now because like you know what i'm saying now that i know i can connect the dots and and you know do you write when when you're writing a song for um another artist you know are you are you writing with that artist um do you write around the artist per se or how does it work how, how do you how do you write for other well, artists hold on let me get back comfortable um so i used to do that and i kind of went through a phase where i was just over that feeling like when I first started, everything is about the artist. It's like, okay, I'm writing a song for Alicia Keys. What would Alicia Keys do? How would Alicia Keys say this? Would Alicia Keys do this? Mind you, I never met Alicia Keys, so I don't know. Right. (laughs) For music and blah, blah, blah. So um, for years, that's what it is. You're writing with Usher in mind or whoever, and so you're doing Usher runs, and you're doing, you just want to be as Usher or as whoever as much as possible, and after a while, I just found myself really, really, really depressed. I was mm. really through a really, really long, I don't even know how many years. I feel like I'm just coming out of it, honestly. But I went through a really long depression, and I was just like, yo, I'm, I don't want to, I got to do how I, I got to be me. Right. You know, I got to I gotta really be me. And it didn't really hit me until I did the Mary J. Blige sessions we were like locked in with her for like two weeks and um, when we sat down with her shout out to Tyrese um, we all met at Tyrese's and, and he you know and we sat at his big round table and she got to tell us how she felt where she was at what she was you know what she wanted to do with this project so it helps as far as content right uh, it helps as far as content and stuff but what I took from that I was just like wow she's so seasoned and she's so sure of who Mary is right that moment I couldn't say that about me you know Ah. weird because I'm there supposed to be writing songs for her but I'm like dealing with my own (laughs) (laughs) right I 
can't answer none of these questions. Like just me being an artist, you know, right. as well. I'm like, if I was sitting at the head of this table, could I give everybody here that same input or feedback on where I'm at and who I am? Like, no, I can't, you right. know? So I got to reevaluate this because all I've been doing, it's been years now, you right. know, we've passed 10,000 hours. Right, right. <laughs> at this point what's next like this can't be it for me just chasing placements and hoping that the song matches where they were trying to get to and when it doesn't get placed you super depressed like right i I couldn't do that anymore so now i'll just do what i want it's like no i said see a record if you like it and i don't want it you can have it right right but you know, I'm not I'm not in the same space as a songwriter where I'm like, okay, I'm writing for her, so now I'm in her zone. Like, right. you know, I'm a, yeah, I'm on record. If you fuck with it and you like it, great. Right, Unless right. You have it. We, when you want, you want the lyrics, you know. Right, <laughs> right. Let me, that, let me ask you this. Um, you know, being that you know, I I, I consider I consider you um, I consider you seasoned in this game. Um, and you have seen a lot in this game as well. Um, for any other inspiring artists out there um, that's, you know, maybe trying to get in this game, trying to figure it out or whatever, um, you know, they're hearing so much stuff, you know, uh, stay independent, uh, um, you know, well, go with a label, don't go with a label, um, you know, just uh, from an experienced space, you know, can you can you give them some advice um, or, or just some form of direction? I know they still have to find their own way, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they respect it when it comes from somebody who they they know doing it. You know what yeah. I mean? Honestly, you got to just believe in you and keep going. Just don't ever, ever, ever give up. You can't give up. That's the one thing that I've seen work. Right with everybody around me. I mean, I've started with people. I've had people sleeping on my couch. I've literally opened my door and had people sleeping on my floor, on my couch, and they're the most in-demand songwriter. Number one, Billboard, back to back, back to back, back, back. I mean, just like, to me, they way past even where I'm at in my career. And I just would be like, dang, but look how hard they were going. Look, they were sleeping on my floor. They didn't care, you know? Right. my advice is just to be relentless be so driven to where there are no distractions you know and and shit happens life is it's supposed to be up and down we're here to experience these these feelings and what it's like to be happy and down and to have a hit and to not like it's just a part of it so um once you understand that i think that you can navigate a little better um and it not be such a strenuous journey, you know? Right, um, right. Stay, just stay diligent, stay consistent. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. Listen to the words that's coming out of our mouth. Consistency is key, man, for real. You'll be so surprised. Like, we weren't really taught and raised on on what, how to manifest things and what manifestation even really is. We were always taught we have to work hard and and sacrifice. Right, right. But what people don't realize is you could literally be 
so tapped in creatively and, and just like locked in and just like doing what you're supposed to do for you and the source and feel good about what you're doing and and might never go to an event. You might not know nobody in Hollywood, but you're just so tapped in. You post one video, you've been going hard at the crib and writing a million songs. You post a video on YouTube and it goes viral and now you're out of here. Right, right. You know I mean? That's just how it works. So don't look for, look at where it's coming from. I think a lot of the time that's what we do as humans. Like we say what we want and if it doesn't come in the package that we want it to come in with the big red bow and the silver box, you know, we miss it. Right. You know, God might send it to you in a little green, in a little green fufu box with no bow. And you pass, you looking at it, frowning your face up like, nah, I'm cool, passing it by and don't even know that that's the ticket. Right, <laughs> right. So just that's my advice is don't don't look at how the opportunities are presented or who's presenting it. What just just go with the flow, trust yourself, be consistent, master your craft, be good, be humble, be loving, and it's gonna work out. Absolutely. <laughs> Vibe show ninety seven point nine, man. We just vibing now. We gonna um. You wanna you wanna get into that? You wanna get into that single? You wanna you wanna uh you wanna get to that beat there? You wanna, you wanna give him a little sample of that? A beat there? Yeah. Uh, what you want me to be, No, no, no. I, I, I'm a, I'm gonna play it. Oh yeah, let's do that. Yo, this be there by your favorite girl, Sia Amun. Check it out. In the mix with the vibe show. 